another episode of Small Town Girls. We're your hosts. I'm Haley Ryerson. And I'm Megan Cook. And we are so excited to have our first female guest on the show, or small town guest as we're calling it, former college of journalism and mass communication student, Allie Snow. Thank you so much, Allie, for being here. Um, we really appreciate it. So some people may not know who you are. We in the journalism college do know who you are, but could you explain who you are for those who don't know? Yeah, so my name's Allie. Um, I'm from Chicago, Illinois, and I went to UNL. I just graduated in May. I was a major in broadcasting and sports media and communications. So it was really interesting graduating in a, in a pandemic, but now I'm a news reporter at Channel 8 here in Lincoln. Uh, Ali, I just wanted to start off and ask you, so what experience or experiences so far has had the biggest impact on your life, especially like in the sports career? You know, any encounters have you had? So kind of just giving a little insight there. Um, oh, there's so, so many, but I would say that most of my favorite memories and experiences came in the J School at the College mm. of Journalism. Uh, when I was coming into the college, I did not know that my sophomore year of college, I'd be broadcasting Nebraska football games, yes. broadcasting Nebraska men's basketball games. Just like that whole experience was so like eye-opening to me. I was like, wow, I'm doing this and I'm 20 years old. Um, mm -hmm. So those were probably my favorite memories because not many people get to do that in their entire like lifetime and to be able to just be around like a d1 sports scene that has just a lot of respect around the country like tradition yeah and just as a whole was probably just has been my favorite experience so far and getting the broadcast games for btn student U, like yeah. actual sports network so that's insane just being able to do all these experiences when i'm so young that Many people don't get to get a deal in their entire lifetime. So. Yeah, you were kind of everywhere when you were in um, college. How did you like, I'm just thinking now, like, how did you time manage that? <laughs> Being it, so involved in all of those things? Because I know right now I could use some like helpful tips and tricks on your time management. Yeah, so actually, I'm going to be honest, when I first started out, I was a mess. I was unorganized with time management, and it was really stressful. So I really had to um, change some things. So it's kind of funny. Now I have, like, OCD and I <laughs> because of how, like, this time management and stuff. But some tips I would say is I really like to plan out, like, every second of mm -hmm. my day. Like, I'm crazy like that, but it really honestly helps in the long run. <laughs> So what I'll do is I'll get on my planner, get on a sticky note on my laptop, and I'll be like, okay, 9 a.m. to like 10, 10 a.m. I'm waking up, I'm eating breakfast, I'm looking over this assignment or stuff like that, and then I'll plan out the next hour, and I'll just like make a list throughout the day, because then you can kind of look at it, and you mm -hmm. can stay on top of everything that you have going on, and then you like, in your guys' case, you can balance school and stuff mm -hmm. with it. So I really just am like OCD, plan out my entire day and stick to that because then I get like, I'm unorganized. Like, I, can get really unorganized. <laughs> I, I, yes, I really feel that. I feel like sometimes I'm really organized and sometimes I'm super not organized. <laughs> Another thing we wanted to talk to you about is we know that you worked with Big Ten 
due to recent events, <laughs> the Big Ten is not having their fall, fall sports season anymore. So we just want to know your opinion on how do you think that's affecting females in the sports industry? Because I know that a lot of females are sideline reporters and stuff like that. So how do you think that's going to affect careers in that aspect? Yeah, so um, honestly, I'm kind of this whole the Big Ten canceling things kind of like halted my career path Mm -hmm. in a way. So I'm kind of living through this right now. But, um, well, first and foremost, the Big Ten's decision, you know, it's understandable. Mm-hmm. Health and safety first. I do Absolutely. wish there was a little more, like, transparency yes. than the Big Ten, like, you know, release some, like, numbers, some facts. Why mm-hmm. did you make this decision? There hasn't been a lot of no. that. No, um, we were talking about that in our class. About it, but I do understand, like, the overall reasoning behind it. But then in my case, like, I really want to be a sports reporter. Mm-hmm. And back in May when I graduated, there was absolutely no sports going on. So jobs weren't wanting to hire. And that was really stressful. And I kind of had to have an open mind and be like, okay, maybe I'm going to have to go into news and start out, which I'm doing mm-hmm. right now. And I was like, well, you know, sports will be back in the fall. Like, that's a great opportunity to get my foot in the door at the station I'm at now, you know, and hey can I shoot some football can I do this and then the Big Ten canceled football so that was like really upsetting and I was like so now I'm just gonna be sticking to news even longer so I think for like females in sports right now it's like really just difficult Mm -hmm. because I guess for people that have been in the business longer and our sports reporters um have been there and done that every single year for them it's like especially disappointing but also they have the opportunity to go back the next year and for recent college grads that are especially women in sports that are looking for these opportunities it's just kind of like they've been like derailed like their, yeah. their plans and their career paths and um you honestly just have to take any opportunity you can get mm-hmm. um in my case right now is news and I'm just kind of rolling with it even though I'm don't know everything yeah (laughs) it's just I guess as a woman in sports it's disappointing but you have to understand that it's kind of for the greater good overall you know health comes first like would you want to do your job and um not feel safe like so you just kind of have to look at the overall uh, reasoning behind it all. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. Yeah, I absolutely. Think. And then, like, going into that, you talked about being a female in sports. So, you know, you're a female in sports and then being a person of color. Has that um, in your career made you the climb harder, you know, when you're trying to get these jobs or get these internships? You know, just tell me, like, the process of you, you know, going through that all. Yeah, so um, it's definitely kind of this industry as a whole is really cutthroat mm-hmm. um, yeah. because it's so competitive um you're in a male dominated industry mm-hmm. and you're also in my case a person of color so I'm like constantly having to be like better than mm-hmm. everybody else oh, yeah. like, you constantly have to be on top of your game and it can be really stressful um luckily like in my position I'm at a station in Lincoln where I like have I kind of know most of the sports media people around here, like through internships, through going to college here. So I've like 
become like I I know people personally and I know that they they like see my worth so it hasn't been as difficult mm-hmm. but I know what I want to do eventually is get out of Nebraska and I know it's even going to be more competitive and to me I just look at it as you like I know my worth I know mm-hmm. what I'm capable of I know I can compete with um a man I know I can mm-hmm. p- compete with um white people like, like I know my worth and I know that I'm just as good as them yes so you kind of just have to stick like stick to what you know yeah and um, believe in yourself because there are like through my job especially I think the biggest challenge is just you kind of start at the bottom right mm-hmm. out of college and you don't have a lot of respect and you're not like the, the top dog and you yeah. <laughs> at the bottom so that can be really uh, discouraging but just knowing that there's a light at the ton- at the end of the tunnel and eventually you're just going to keep getting better keep getting better and earning more people's respect so 100%. it's really just a mind mentality thing like grind it out know your worth and eventually you'll get there no, oh, that's, that's perfect. Yeah, great advice. <laughs> that's great advice for everyone yeah. and anyone. I love that so much. Yeah, not just in sports. But um, heading into that, when you're talking about, you know, just being gritty and everything, but, you know, has there ever a negative moment you've experienced or, you know, one that you just got fired up at, but you've had to bite your tongue and just do the work? Honestly, like, to be honest with you guys, like, these past few months have been really challenging for me, mm-hmm. just, like, a lot of questioning like do I really want to go into this career path or um, do I want to keep doing this just because of those moments like you have at work where you're like you know again you're at the bottom so people aren't gonna always treat you with respect they're gonna say things or they're gonna be like well you do this because you know you're starting off you're younger and like you want to just be like oh like you just want to like say something and usually I'm the type of person who will confront people and stuff but <laughs> yeah I know it like no I'm, my girl I am 100 percent I don't I don't to the adult world right out of college it's like you have to be really grounded and understand mm-hmm. that you're just like you're not the top dog like I'm and I'm not like trying to brag or anything yeah or anything like that but you're just not as like decorated as you think you know and so there has been moments where like I question myself and I get angry at people but I kind of have to dial back and be like okay this is like they know what they're doing uh they've had years of experience like they this is all for a reason and everything is for a reason what they're doing even though you may not like it even though it seems like it sucks like there's a reason behind all this you know you gotta go through that grind I keep saying that but no it's really true you have to go through that and sometimes you just kind of take it so and like in the end it kind of all boils down we're all people we all we all started at the bottom humble yourself a little bit yes yes that's for sure and that's what I'm just like finding out like I I'm I'm happy like at my job and happy the people I work with Mm -hmm. but that's every job where you're gonna have some things that you don't like and moments that you don't like so it's just kind of getting used to it and just really trying to improve um every day for yourself so um so have you ever had like in those moments has there ever been a time where it's taught you something obviously you were talking about how 
it kind of teaches you to just bite your tongue but has it ever like the lessons behind like a it. lesson so i honestly think criticism is like the best thing mm-hmm. to go through because um usually the people that are like criticizing you or you know commenting on this stuff have kind of a, a reasoning behind it and like especially through this job like if I have someone come up to me and say, oh, like, this wasn't right, or this wasn't good, or I don't really like how you did that, in the end, you know, it's only making me better. Like, it per- it perfects the final product, you know? And I guess mm-hmm. I'm kind of talking about, like, video and stuff, like, storytelling and stuff like that. But honestly, criticism is the best feedback, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. It's always been a learning experience when I've gone through it, and it even though in the moment I'm like, oh, like, this again, like, it ends up benefiting me in the long run. Yeah, it's kind of like every critic, even though you hate criticism, there's always, like, that grain of truth in it where you're like, oh, yeah, they were 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 kind of right. I hate (laughs) to admit it, but they were right. It's kind of like when you get back a test or, like, a paper or something and you got, like, a C and then there's all the comments about it. I know that's happened to me. And I'm the like, red, the I'm red like, marks. Are you kidding me? And then I, and then I start reading it. I'm like, oh yeah, you were right. This really was bad. Cause it's like, it's good though, that you like, that you know that criticism and you appreciate criticism, which oh, I think awesome. is really good, especially being in like the quote unquote in- entertainment sports, whatever industry. Cause Especially being a female, I think we get a lot of criticism. You're like, oh, she doesn't know sports. What does she know about them? Like, so that's good, though, that you kind of have thick skin. Oh, you have to. You have to have (laughs) skin going into this industry. Like, it's, I, like, didn't realize how cutthroat it was, but it is. You have to have thick skin. Mm -hmm. Like, people tell you it is, but then you get into it and you're like, oh, it is. (laughs) (laughs) literally my reaction i was like oh this is how it is it's cutthroat cutthroat not just cutthroat yes but then like you also have to kind of stand like i'm not saying oh just sit silent Mm -hmm. through everything but you also kind of have to stand up to yourself because if you don't you know people take advantage of you they'll start so you kind of have to find that balance like know when it's when it's time to speak up Mm -hmm. that's good that's good Ali, the question we're asking all of our guests is, who is a female who has inspired you? And that's kind of like our daily question that we're going to ask everyone. So who is your female inspiration? Yes. Um. So the female that's inspired me would be Carrie Champion. I don't know if you guys know her, but she's on SportsCenter. Yeah, she's like okay. an African-American uh, sports, sports anchor, sportscaster. But um, just see, like, she's been my role model for, like, years. She's a Lakers fan. I'm a Lakers fan. Mm -hmm. And every time she just, like, carries herself on TV, it's like, wow, like, this girl knows what she's talking about. She just carries herself. She knows her facts. And, like, she's so pretty, too. It's, like, crazy. But she's just somebody that I really look up to. And, like, having those female role models in sports Mm -hmm. is, like, so important. It's so important to look up to somebody in the sports industry that's a woman but yeah yeah, she's probably someone that inspires me my just like I just love everything about her and just the way she carries herself and um she's doing it all like on sports center and it's just 
crazy to me and it's something that I hope one day yeah. I could be just like her. So. so I'm I like to keep things fun. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you what's your current obsession or a trend that you're stuck on or if you have an obsession and a trend you're stuck on, you can say both of them because I love it. <laughs> I just want to know. Well, okay, well, this is kind of embarrassing, but <laughs> I told myself for the longest time, like, even before this whole coronavirus, I was like, I'm never getting TikTok. Like, oh, so lame. I was like, yeah. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and the coronavirus happened, and I was, like, sitting at home one day, and, like, oh, I'm going to TikTok. <laughs> so I'm not joking, you guys. On my days off, I'll spend four hours TikTok at a time like, scrolling through videos. No shame. Yeah. No shame. So embarrassing. Like, the other night, I went to a TikTok, and, like, one showed up that said, it's time to go to bed. Yeah. I get that one all the time, and it's so annoying. I'm like, yeah. don't tell me to go to bed. Don't tell me to go to bed. I know. I'm like, okay. Time, like, it's just so weird. But that's, like, one of the, I don't know, you you call it an obsession or something, but I'm obsessed. <laughs> no, it's so addicting, though. I... I will sit in my room for hours and then I'll show my roommate and we'll just sit there. And we'll laugh about a TikTok for at least a good 10, 15 minutes. I just, it's so, it's so bad, but it's so good. And that's like, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's so sad. And then I was like, am I too old for this app? Cause I started seeing like high school, like middle There's school. Young kids. Like, yes. Time to look. <laughs> Do you have like a favorite TikTok at all that you just like love? That's a hard one. Oh, that's a hard one. Let me think. I'm trying to think of like the trends right now. Okay, so I did like that one where it was like you it's like a couple TikTok, but they like play this song and then switch clothes. Like <gasps> Oh, you know about like, like the, the dun, 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 dun. I know. Yes, yes, I, girl. I, <laughs> I guess I'm not on TikTok that much. Megan, I don't, I don't even don't... have an account, and I know that one. What's like... going on? <laughs> I don't know what that is. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, my... you'll have to. I'll have to send you something about it. But yeah, it's <laughs> probably one of my favorites. That's and then, so uh, funny. There's like the sound. It's so random, but it's like me pass. Zuzu. <laughs> so funny and random i love tiktok so much most people are gonna be like what are you what girls is, talking what is, about what is this tiktok what is they're this talking TikTok about app? Yeah, she's like i don't know you're gonna end up downloading it I, I i you need to get an account <sighs> we're, we're because leaning, then, we're getting there then you can like it and go back and see oh. your like tiktok that's I just, what i do when mm, i'm sad right. i scroll Good through point. my like tiktoks i'm like ah oh, this makes me happy. Good point. Yeah, it brings joy. I'm like, okay, let's go rewatch TikToks. Makes my day. Yes, yes. Day. I like, I don't know. Okay. My roommate found this TikTok, but it's this girl who's like, it's like really zoomed up on her face and she's like singing a song, but it's so, it's like bad, but it's so, she's, she's from England and she's like a middle schooler and what song is it that she's singing? It's a really popular song. Dark Horse. She's singing Dark Horse. It is so good. Well, Allie, we've had so much fun here today. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. It really means a lot to us that you were on here. So 
where can people find you? Do you want to plug like your social? Your social media? <laughs> yeah, they can follow. They can boost my followers. Absolutely. <laughs> my Instagram, my Twitter. <laughs> Go but give our girl some likes. Want to, like reach out to me or anything. I'm on Twitter. It's um at my personal account is at Ali A L L I E J and it's Snow. And same for Instagram. They're the same. Definitely go give her some likes, some follows. Yes. And if you ever want to talk to her, she is so nice. Yes. She will Great be. Great girl in the sports industry. Yes. No, so thank you so much, Allie. Oh, thanks, Allie. Thank we you. appreciate that. All right. That was Allie Snow, everyone. Oh, she's awesome. <laughs> yes. Love her. Be sure to check out our social media, Small Town Girls, but with no I, because we couldn't get the girls. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. Like, subscribe, and we will see you all next week in a special episode of Small Town Girls that we are calling Small Town Moms. And uh, you bet you can guess who's going to be joining us in the studio. <laughs> see you then. I'm Haley Ryerson. And I'm Megan Cook, and this is Small Town Girls.